Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon, where we bring you success stories from business leaders and owners about their triumphs and growth in the Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas community. You'll hear about how Bentonville has been the backdrop for incredible growth, not only for businesses and their employees, but in their personal lives as well. Tune in, subscribe, and enjoy hearing about Bentonville, where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Welcome back to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast, where we're sharing stories and advice from the leaders and businesses sparking the rise of Bentonville, one of the fastest growing and most dynamic cities in the United States, nestled in the Ozark Mountains of Northwest Arkansas in the heartland of America. Today, I'm your host, Allie Johnston, and I'm an intern for the Chamber specifically for economic development through the University of Arkansas's Venture Intern Program. Today, I'll be sharing the show with Chris Adams. Chris currently serves as the director of the Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit, which is the Heartland's premier technology conference that serves to enhance, prepare, and diversify the Northwest Arkansas economy. So Chris, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's great to be here with you, Allie. Uh, You've done a stellar job working with, with James in our economic development as an intern, and so I'm glad to be here with you today. Yes, I'm excited. So I guess we can start by hearing from you about what you want the Beacon audience to know about you. Well, like you mentioned, I head up the Tech Summit. Uh, that is my playground, my baby, my circus. It's, it's a blast to put together this massive multi-day technology conference and really just see the amazing tech that is part of the Northwest Arkansas culture. I got into this through a connection with AFP, the Association of Fundraising Professionals. I was uh, working for Restoration Village, a local nonprofit that's a woman and children's uh, shelter, where I got connected with Ashley Wardlow, who's the now interim CEO and president of the chamber. She was running the Tech Summit previously, and when she stepped up, I had heard so many great things about the Tech Summit. She was my mentor in the AFP program that, that existed there at the time, and I was just like, you've got to bring me on board. And so... It was a big shift for me, but it's, it's been great. Like uh, a lot of people who are now in tech, that's not where I got my start. I um, actually have a Master of Divinity degree, come from doing some tons of nonprofit work, and uh, now Tech Summit is my home at the, at the chamber. That's awesome. So Chris, how are these passions of yours that you just talked about expressed now that you aren't directly working with them every day? Yeah, so getting a Master of Divinity degree really most people don't think that that ties in really well with a tech summit. But what, what a lot of my nonprofit work and that training in particular did was it taught me really the value of relationships and collaboration. And that's where the tech summit thrives. It's, it's not a one-man show by any means. It's not even a one-committee show. It is really a product of the entire Northwest Arkansas tech community coming together uh, working together to build something really unique that there's nothing quite like in our area. And so that that training and work with nonprofits helps me do everything from just build great consensus and, and run large committees to, um, you know, doing the, the nitty gritty planning and just execution of the event. That's awesome. I never really thought about how those would connect. So that's cool to hear. So kind of switching gears back to what you're doing now. Will you kind of give an overview of what you do in your current role as the director of the Technology Summit? Yeah, so uh, the 
the sort of unglorious, not too fun part is just, you know, putting all the pieces together, you know, making, making the logistics happen for a technology conference. But it's way more than that. The thing that I really enjoy about the Tech Summit is it's getting to work with these incredibly smart and insightful people who uh, bring this stellar content together to share some of the cutting edge things that they're doing in their fields, that their companies are working on. It's just amazing to, to kind of peek behind the curtain and hear some of the incredible work that when you think tech, you might not necessarily think Northwest Arkansas, but it's amazing the tech that, that lives and breathes here. And so I, I just, I love that part of my job of getting to, to meet with these people, collaborate with them, brainstorm how we're going to do programming based on what they see as like industry, industry trends and new things happening. That's awesome. Kind of along with that, but maybe more specifically, how has this role allowed you to serve Bentonville and make it a better place? I think the way that I contribute to making Bentonville better is that the Tech Summit, while it is the, the Heartland's premier technology conference, it's not really a conference. What we're building is more than that. We're building a tech community here. And that's what I love being a part of. Helping to make these connections between like-minded individuals who share the same passion for different aspects of tech, whether it's AI or cybersecurity, and just helping to strengthen those relationships and see how we can help grow each other's business network and strengthen the community together. Cool. Well, now we'll kind of get into some questions about this year's Tech Summit. So first, I'm wondering, how long does it take to plan this? It is a full 12-month undertaking. Uh, about as soon as the Tech Summit wrapped up last year, we started getting the ball rolling on things for this year, which was both exciting and, and terrifying all at the same time. Because as soon as you stop, you, you hit the gas again and you go right back into it. It takes a little while, but uh, this year we're already worlds ahead and we've already seen tremendous support for individuals who want to have um, a part of uh, what we're putting together for 2023. That's cool. So what's like the first thing you start planning as soon as the last one's over? You know, it is uh, the very first thing we do is we reached out to a lot of our, our sponsors, speakers, supporters, just to get their feedback. We do a lot of listening post-event to see what worked, what didn't, um, if there was any like really big themes of what people would have wanted to see at the event. And so that we can start that early on in the process to make sure that we're continuously improving things and making it better year over year. Awesome. So why is it important to have an event like this in Northwest Arkansas? You know, I mentioned it earlier that when you think about technology, this normally isn't a place that you would probably imagine. I think that's one of the big reasons why it's so important. You know, the Northwest Arkansas Council has done this big push that they have this wonderful campaign and slogan of life works here that really highlights that Northwest Arkansas is a great place to live and work and um, just in, engage in, um, you know, raising a family and starting your career, moving your startup. For the Tech Summit, like it's important for us to, to do that same sort of work and highlight those same things, but really for the tech community, because um, you might think that you need to relocate to Silicon Valley or head up to New York City when you can have a tremendous career working at the Fortune One company or some of these other amazing tech companies that have hubs here in town in Northwest Arkansas, where you can enjoy the trails and the art and just the local culture that you really can't find anywhere else. So it's, it's important to tell that story as part of the Tech Summit. 
That's really cool. So kind of along those lines, what type of people show up to the tech summit? Who are you looking for? You know, it's, it's funny. This is one of those only events where you can have everyone from a C-suite executive down to high school students participate shoulder to shoulder. Last year, we were fortunate enough to have Tyson Foods' former chief technology officer speak all the way down to the 150 high school students that attended. So you get this wide mix of different ages, different skill set levels, different interest levels in tech. And it's amazing to have everyone there from leadership to tech practitioners to people still undergoing their training in technology in the same room, hearing the same topics, uh, feeding off a shared energy. It's, uh, it's really an all-inclusive event. So if you're interested in tech and at all remotely considering attending, get your tickets and come because there's a place for you at the Tech Summit. Awesome. So this kind of goes along with what you were just talking about, but what does the Tech Summit's footprint or impact look like? Yeah, so last year we had 1,700 individuals register, which is uh, it's the biggest event that we put on at the Chamber. It's the only multi-day event that we do like this. We had attendees come from more than, I think it's 28 different states to attend, even a couple international attendees join us that we're hoping to continue to boost again this year. So when you think about impact, it is a massive local event where we see a lot of attendance from our large companies like Walmart, Tyson, and J.B. Hunt. Uh, But then we'll pull in people from even the coasts and internationally, which is wonderful to see, especially from some of the bigger tech companies that participate who maybe don't necessarily have their headquarters here, but have a hub, uh, a team that operates. So like Google, Microsoft, and IBM, they're big participants as well. So we, we love engaging with the tech that's here and the tech that extends both nationally and internationally. Yeah, that's cool. Sounds like a little bit of everything and everyone. So kind of now more specific to this year, what is this year's theme and how did you land on it? All right, so this year's theme, uh, we're calling it the year of the machines. And uh, the rationale behind that is we knew that we really wanted to take our central programming track and focus on automation and AI. And uh, the goal for this year is to really tell that story of what's, what's coming down the pike in regards to artificially intelligent systems and how robots, machines, smart software might uh, just automate a lot of the processes that are driving today's technology. Uh, we made that decision early on in the year And then afterwards, like we've seen all the news break about chat GPT and generative AI. And so I think we made a good bet. Like we put a lot on that and it's been paying off well. Funny story, we did a a push for something where we mentioned the Tech Summit discussing chat GPT and GPT-3 technology. And I sent out this mass email to a bunch of people. And within an hour is when... I got an email back from OpenAI saying they had just released GPT-4. <laughs> and I was like, that's the lightning pace at which all this change is happening now in the AI space, that in the matter of an hour with me sending an email, now I have to go back and start changing all the language because that, that tech's outdated. <laughs> and so uh, that's, the, that's the kind of cutting edge stuff we want to talk about this year. Yeah. So again, you're leading right into what I'm going to ask you next to get people even more excited for this year's Tech Summit. What types of interactive workshops will attendees have to access at this year's Tech Summit? I know one of the the fun workshops that we we tried to pull off last year that we just had a a difficult time making it happen that I want to see happen this year is a um, simulated cyber attack, 
We want to see some of our cybersecurity partners try to pull off in a, in a room with a, a closed network, kind of a, an experiment to, to let people kind of walk through what that's like and what triaging something like that is like. It would also be really fun to, to get some of our small businesses engaged with some workshops on how to use these tools like uh, ChatGPT and Bard to create content that helps them. You know, as a small business, you, you have a smaller team these generative AI technologies can, can really help a lot and lighten some of the load. So things like that would be interesting to do because the Tech Summit started as sort of a um, really a small business focused event 10 years ago. And um, we'd love to see them engage with some of this as well this year, not just the bigger players in town, but the mid-sized and smaller sized companies as well. Cool. And now out of curiosity, what's like the coolest tech toy or like innovative thing you've heard of like something that just kind of blows your mind every time you hear about it. I know there's so much that I don't even know about, but I'm still stuck, like amazed at the capabilities of autonomous trucks, like being able to work without drivers. But there's so much more. Yeah. So there are, um, there are a lot of different things. This is the question I could spend hours talking about. It's really fascinating to, to speak with some of our friends that like drone up and, and hear about some of the innovations that's happening around uncrewed aerial systems. It's, it's just fascinating how that continues to move forward. Zipline just released their new sort of drone prototype that's going to be making their deliveries, which if you haven't seen yet, uh, you should check out. It's, it, it's just totally different than, than what they were flying. And then Boston Dynamics has a, has a running robot that if you've seen some of these older AI-driven robots where they try to walk, even like the robotic dogs, they, they tend to be a little clunky. Uh, this new one can do like front flips and obstacle courses. <laughs> and it's, it's terrifying and amazing at the same time. I'd love to get them to bring that robot. I'm hoping that maybe they will, because that would be so cool to see at the Tech Summit. That would be cool. Before you move on, will you share how this te- year's Tech Summit will look different than last year's, if any, and when it is and our tickets on sale? Yeah, this year's Tech Summit is going to look different in that uh, we really... We loved our multi-site approach in downtown Bentonville uh, last year, but we've kind of outgrown that space with 1,700 people. We were pretty maxed out at each of our venues. And so this year, we're making a switch. The Tech Summit will have its programming at the Rogers Convention Center. We will do the programming there during the day. And then in the evenings, when we do our social hours, networking events, um, parties, that's when we'll go to downtown Bentonville. And so if you attend this year, you'll get the best of both worlds. You'll get to see a little bit of Rogers, a little bit of Bentonville and this really unique mix. Tickets are on sale at our website at uh, nwatechsummit.com. The dates are October 29th through November 1st. Like last year, the 29th is a Sunday. We'll start that evening with a welcome celebration at record. Monday and Tuesday, we'll have two full days of our conference. Wednesday, we will also have a full day, but what we're working towards is that the back half of Wednesday, we're going to try to do something really unique that's not been done before and try to do a fully public job fair as part of the Tech Summit. So that if you're looking for a job in tech, this is something you can attend, meet with companies that are hiring and check out um, what might be open options for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Now we'll kind of move on to what's probably top of your mind right now the Tech Summit's very first AI series that's coming up soon. So talk about this. What should people expect at the series? Who should come? When is it? 
those types of things. Yeah. So the AI series, uh, we mentioned that we we were uh, planning on doing that as one of our central tracks this year, automation and AI. And it really came about through a, a mutual love of, of the topic and some conversation with a good friend of the Tech Summit, former chair of our board at the chamber, Bill Akins. He's working, putting together this really interesting AI consultant group, Cognitum, and um, he wanted to, to put together some content on this. And so that's kind of the backstory, giving birth to the, the AI series. A little bit more history. Uh, with the Tech Summit, there'd always been this dream that it exists in more locations and in more time outside of just one event of the year. You know, we, we've wanted to find a way to launch something that could live in between the big main conference. And this seemed like with, with AI as subject matter and with what, what Bill was doing in his work and with what the, the Tech Summit was preparing to do in the fall, like launching with the AI series seemed like a perfect fit to start some of those smaller scale events happening in between the main conference. So that's going to happen Thursday, April 27th from 5 to 7 p.m. at Bentonville Community Church, which was the, one of the multi-sites we used uh, at last year's Tech Summit. And uh, it's going to be an event where we really start the conversation with focus on generative AI. So things like chat GPT, you know, how this, this new AI can be utilized both by small businesses all the way up to enterprise level usage and just kind of what that looks like and where it might be going in the future. Very cool. So what are you most excited for about that? I think what's going to be really exciting is we, we just, we've never tried to pull together some of this community that we have before outside of the Tech Summit. So it's going to give us a lot longer to start some of these conversations and hopefully like carry out some of the themes and uh, things that we start discussing here in April through June into early fall and then touch on again at the Tech Summit. So the content is going to be a whole lot deeper since we'll be starting the conversation earlier. And uh, content is king when it comes to the Tech Summit. We want to have good, meaty tech stuff that people can really enjoy and feast on. And so I'm thrilled that we're getting to start early this year with the, with the AI series. Yeah. So who are the speakers and what are you looking forward to hearing them talk about? So we've got some great speakers lined up uh, already. One of uh, the exciting ones that I have to mention is Karen Kilroy. She is the author of Blockchain Tethered AI with O'Reilly Media. She's a local author and has done some incredible work. We're thrilled that she's going to be part of our panels. Jared Ramsey, who works uh, for Microsoft, he is one of our huge Tech Summit supporters who, again, is a local here. He's going to be talking as part of these panels. And then we're pulling from some of our friends over in Tulsa, Connor Godfrey, who works at Tulsa Innovation Labs and leads their, their cyber team is coming up from Tulsa to speak at the event. Uh, there's even more, uh, lots of different people uh, from, from Walmart as well. Uh, we've got great representation from a couple different companies, people with different expertise and insights. And uh, it's gonna be fantastic. I can't wait for us to kick it off. That's exciting. So now kind of for an AI-focused question for you, from your point of view, what do you see as the potential impact of GPT on Bentonville? So I'm going to steal an answer from Bill Akins. And so I, if I give him credit now, it's like footnoting it. <laughs> I think it's going to make us more inquisitive, like this, this generative AI. It's going to make us better question makers so that we learn how to ask good questions 
and using these tools, like that'll help drive uh, some of the other things that, um, that we're putting together. I know that, that you've played with it probably in office. I know that, that James has as well. And um, it's just interesting, the insights that you can get running simple queries through it. Just a different, fresh set of eyes that this generative AI has the potential to really open up, which I find fascinating that this um, artificially intelligent system really can provide some really fresh and different feedback. Mm -hmm. So on the topic of AI, again, how do you specifically implement uses of GBT and other AI into your work? Yeah, so I use it from everything to uh, research a little bit about prospective companies. Uh, if someone reaches out and wants to participate in the Tech Summit, now, in addition to Googling and, you know, checking up, you know, news stories and things like that, running it through ChatGPT to see what it can tell me about the companies as well. We've used it to build out social posts to we've used the, the image generator that OpenAI has to create some interesting potential like social posts uh, with imagery for the tech summit. It's it's really been fascinating to kind of put in there. Even things like, who are the experts that I should be talking to? What should I be saying about ChatGPT? And then hearing its responses about itself, which is kind of fascinating hearing mm -hmm. it talk about itself and uh, what it thinks is important in the artificial intelligence discussion. That's cool. So how would you encourage others to use it in their work? Keep playing with it. What's, what's so fascinating is it seems like every other week we're hearing about people who are using it for different things, just in ways that... I would have never imagined that you could use ChatGPT. Everything from academic, high-level stuff down to, like, I know someone who's, whose parent is using it now uh, and will plug in things like, give me five easy recipes for, for this and create the shopping list with it. And ChatGPT just spits it all out. And so that stuff to me is fascinating. I think we're going to, we're not just going to learn by the answers it gives, but we're going to really learn by how people learn to use it and learn what, it, what it's good at and what it's useful for. And so as we all start to share some of those things, I'm sure we'll find more creative, fun things to do with it. Yeah. I've played with it a little, but I still have no idea all the things that it can do. So that's cool to hear. Even it can make your own grocery list. There you go. <laughs> so I'm going to put you on the spot. Have you ever thought about whether you would have a panel of different types of AI or GPT as panelist and what that would look like. I know you used an AI human for the Chambers newsletter video. Yeah, you know, that was, uh, we made an ask last year when I think it was someone, someone at Google claimed that their AI was sentient. It made a whole bunch of news and um, people were up in arms about it. You know, how could, how could someone make such a claim? And I, I, I tried to see if we could get a sort of live interview with it to see if someone could stump it or prove that it wasn't <laughs> artificially intelligent. Like if we could figure out, uh, it didn't happen, but I, I think that's a great idea. I think it'd be fascinating if we can actually, if the tech can, can get to the point where it's not just, you know, typing into a system, but if it can actually do it through spoken conversation, if you can, you know, press a microphone button and just start speaking to it and then get a verbal response, something audible that you can play out loud, I think that'd be so cool to do, especially if we can get the different chatbots uh, like Bard and ChatGPT and really run them up against one another just to <laughs> see how differing the answers are, which one sounds more conversational, which one has a di different depth of knowledge on different subjects. It could be fun. I love that idea. I think that'd be really fun too. 
Switching gears again, I saw that you're a speaker at the Association for Uncrewed Vehicle Systems International Exponential 23 Confer- 2023 Conference in May. That's a mouthful. It is. Um, congrats. Do you want to comment on this and kind of talk about what you'll be speaking about? Yeah. Well, first, I want to thank DroneUp. DroneUp invited me to participate with them, specifically one of their local individuals who, who does their workforce development and education work, Grant Brewer. He's an amazing uh, friend of the Tech Summit, and he actually did a lot with our high school students last year to fill out some of their programming. I'm going to be speaking on a panel with them alongside Jeanette Collins with the NWA Council and Jordan Bearden from Runway Group uh, about community engagement in the drone space and, and how that is a key part. You know, it's, it's really interesting. DroneUp has had a massive presence here ever since their drones started doing delivery. Uh, they've participated in everything from this podcast to our Build Bentonville lunches at the Chamber to the Tech Summit. And really, we see the sort of shift in new mobility as part of the fabric of what, what's going to be next for Northwest Arkansas. And so it's, it's great to be able to go out and do a session with them and talk about just the different ways that you can engage the community and um, really help just get communities on board and behind this new, new thing that's happening with drones flying overhead, doing everything from grocery delivery to scoping out potentially you know, fires and other threats. And then, you know, all the other different applications from surveying to assessing structural damage. Um, I mean, it's almost endless uh, how we'll be able to use these in the future. And so it's important to talk about them and talk about how uh, communities should be prepared for this, this big shift. Cool. I feel like you've given me so many new ideas on how to go play with AI after this. So that's fun. Yeah. Now let's kind of talk more about Bentonville. So what is it about Bentonville that makes it an ideal place for a tech company to grow, especially new technologies and AI, mobility, healthcare, and so on? Well, I think first and foremost, what every startup and entrepreneur wants is uh, what they need is, is access to capital. And it's really unique here in Northwest Arkansas that there are so many different avenues and, and pathways to accessing funding for startups. Beyond that, there's a wonderful um, array of accelerators uh, to help get um, startups even more prepared to take their companies to the next level. From our friends at Startup Junkie and their fuel accelerator to the new FemHealth accelerator. I mean, there's just lots of different ones that operate here locally. And it's amazing to see. And if I was going to start a tech company. I mean, I don't know where else I would go to find some of these resources. Beyond that, um, there's a great quality of life here. There are places you can go and have office space available. There's trails and bike paths to clear your head and, you know, get a fresh perspective. Uh, There's just lots of great reasons to be here in Northwest Arkansas. And um, anyone who's, who's launching their company or looking to relocate ought to check, check us out here. Yeah. Now you'll kind of talk a little more about that when I ask you some fun questions about Bentonville. So what's your favorite weekend getaway around the Northwest Arkansas area? All right. So probably the the most fun thing that we've done lately is we went to Blowing Springs Park and we stayed in a tiny cabin. And when I say tiny, like think a tent, but a cabin. Like the one we stayed in was literally three beds. So me, my wife and two kids. 
and it was just the beds and the walls, and that was it. And just teeny tiny cabin, fire pit outside. It was just a blast. Got to hike on trails, bike on trails, hole up in there to spend the night, and it was it was a blast. So check it out, tiny cabins, blowing springs. It's a it's a lot of fun. That sounds fun. My mom's obsessed with tiny cabins for whatever reason, <laughs> so I will definitely have to let her know. They're a thing now. <laughs> But I'm excited to hear this answer also. So if you were to eat out for a whole day, including a snack or two in between meals, where in Bentonville would you be visiting? All right. So it's official now that Wright's Barbecue, I think it was in Better Homes and Garden. They, they, they ran some, some contests. They gave Wright's the official number one barbecue place in, in Arkansas. And so James and I love to debate barbecue. I love getting his take on Memphis barbecue, but I'm, I'm going to Wright's anytime I can, I can eat anywhere here in Northwest Arkansas. If I'm going to go healthy, Rush Bowls. Have you been to Rush Bowls? I haven't. That's good stuff. Uh, they do like smoothies and then it's basically a smoothie in a bowl. It makes you feel like you're eating healthy when really it's lots of ice cream or frozen yogurt and fruit. That's good stuff. And uh, Flavors Indian Cuisine. Uh, that's a wonderful buffet if you just want to have some of the best food on the face of the earth. Then I probably will be having dessert at um, one of our wonderful medical institutions at Nurse Mercy or Northwest if I ate out all day at Wright's, <laughs> Flavors, Rush Bowls. Like, I'd probably be sick by the end of the day. And so that's probably where dessert would be, is <laughs> somewhere like that. Yeah, I'd be full after that day. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen, now here's the podcast staple question. What is a hashtag because Bentonville moment that you'd like to share today? And that's something that could only happen here or something that uniquely describes this place or sums up the essence of Bentonville. Yeah. So one of the things that I love about Bentonville is that we, we say, you know, it has these big city amenities in a small town, but the, the small town feel and the personableness of it is really what, what gives it such charm. We were at an event uh, last week. We were at the Governor's Cup and I was talking with a few colleagues there uh, that I just hadn't seen in a little while. And, you know, everybody's shaking hands and hugging and going up to each other. It's been a couple of weeks. And the comment was made that this feels like church. You know, <laughs> it feels like the time when uh, we'll, we'll do these events or we'll have something that brings together a whole bunch of us again. And it's like, it's like seeing family and friends and you get together, you do the event, you catch up on old times, and then you all go do your separate work, and then you're back together again in just a few weeks. And so it's it's just that fun sort of community aspect that where someone likened it to like church growing up, just meeting and greeting the same people, saying hello, having a great time. I thought that was wonderfully endearing way to look at how uh, how how close knit the, the the Northwest Arkansas community really is. Yeah, that's a cool story. I like that. So now just a few more questions to wrap up. So they're kind of random. All right. But what is something that you believe or think that most people don't? For me, I'd probably say it's that salsa is hands down the best food ever. Oh, let's see. I believe that, that every event is better with charcuterie. Meat and cheese is always the way to go. I, I joke with some of our friends in town that that if you want me at an event, you tell me there's, there's a charcuterie tray there from Sweet Freedom Cheese, I'm in. So that's, that's hands down. That's a game changer. When, when you come to Tech Summit stuff, always going to have some good meat and cheese. Sweet Freedom Cheese is the best in town. Got to love them. I could agree with that. There you I'd go. be there if there was a charcuterie <laughs> board. 
Next, what holiday is your favorite and which one's your least favorite? All right, so I, everybody has to say like Christmas is one of their favorite holidays. That's the one everybody goes to. You know, I, I love Easter and Halloween, like getting the kids dressed up and just watching them tear into candy and go through the neighborhood like 12 times to get as much as they can. Least favorite holiday has to be Thanksgiving. Not a fan of like turkey and stuffing and ham and all that. I'd much rather, I tried to sell them this year on getting barbecue, specifically <laughs> Wright's barbecue for, for Thanksgiving, but no one in the family wanted to take me up on that. So mm. I'll try again this year. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a hard sell. And this one, I guess, kind of goes along with that. But what is your like favorite weather, ideal weather? Oh, it's like it is now. Like just as we're getting into summer, when it's cool in the mornings and like warm in the middle of the day, it's perfect. Um, it's, it's one of those things about Northwest Arkansas that I love. There's a stretch between now and right before July where it's absolutely perfect. You know, get it a little bit in the fall too for like a month and a half, two months. So this is a perfect time of year to be here. I agree. Not too hot to where you're sweating all the time, but not too cold to where you need like a jacket all the time. Yep. It's perfect. Okay, I'm excited for this one too. What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, my go-to karaoke song. That's so hard. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to go. You've got to do it as a duet. You got to get somebody who can do the higher part to shallow. You got to, okay. like, that's the go-to <laughs> song. Someone who can really belt out the high notes. That's not me. So I'd have to have a good partner. You know, maybe that's James. Maybe that's you. We'll have to see, see what me. happens. <laughs> Definitely not me. Last question. What is something I should have asked you that I did not ask you? You know, the thing I had written down for today were, were just to make sure that we had asked about the dates of the tech summit. When James and I did the podcast last year, we looked back on the episode and found out afterwards. We did the whole thing. Didn't mention the dates once. All the things we talked about. So. I will reiterate that again <laughs> so we don't make the same mistake. We want you to join us for the full main conference, the NWA Tech Summit, October 29th through November 1st, nwatechsummit.com. Get your tickets, get signed up. Yeah, and uh, all my contact info is on there. So if you have questions about the summit, want to know how to get involved, just uh, reach out and I'll be happy to, to get you plugged in. Awesome. Chris, thank you so much for letting me host you today on the podcast. I really enjoyed our conversation. It was fun. Thank you, Allie. <laughs> and thank you to our Bentonville Beacon audience. Without you, this show would not be possible. If you'd like, take a moment to share the Bentonville Beacon on social media or however you'd like with your friends and colleagues around the world. Also, keep coming back to learn more about Bentonville's business leaders and their businesses and more about Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas, where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. For all of our episodes, check them out on bentonvillebeacon.com or major podcast players, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bentonville Beacon podcast. We hope to see you next week.